0: Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 5 of our podcast, Our Life in Books. I'm your host, Gabrielle Williams, and today we're going to be talking about the classic Frankenstein written by Mary Shelley, and more specifically about crafting fear in Frankenstein. Um, We're also going to talk about how this novel relates to other literary works. Today we have our special guests, Kali Shabazz, Rachel Brinkley, and Jessica Karabasu. Um, So as we know, horror and goth are extremely prevalent in this novel. I think they really developed the story, the detail that Mary Shelley used when writing this novel is significant, and it really set Frankenstein apart from other gothic novels. Um, I think that the novel relied on the elements of fear and terror to build a story. Frankenstein's life, for example, would never have ended up the way it did had he not been afraid of the monster. He spent a lot of his time chasing the monster in fear of what it would do next. He knew of the monster's capabilities. Um, If the monster hadn't incited so much fear in him, um, none of this would have happened. Um, I think Mary Shelley could have made the story about a monster who looked horrifying, but was kind-hearted and beautiful on the inside. But she chose to stick with the terror and inhumane behavior of the monster. And it really made um, the story a lot more interesting and unpredictable for readers. Um, You never knew what the monster was going to do next or whose life would be dramatically changed by his actions. And those are some of the reasons why I think this element of the novel is extremely important. Um, So my first question to Jess is, um, how was Frankenstein horrified and terrified with his creation? And how did his feelings lead to the development and enrichment of the novel?
1: That's a really good question. I believe that when Frankenstein first laid eyes on his creation, he was horrified at how hideous and repulsive the monster physically looked. And it's not uncommon in society for people to judge based on looks rather than what's within a person. And if Frankenstein would have been more welcoming towards the monster, then the monster probably wouldn't have made such vengeful choices. And I feel like Frankenstein kind of terrorized himself with his self-created ideas of what the monster was like based solely on how his creation looked and he just like expected the worst from like such a hideous being instead of embracing his creation and becoming a good parental figure.
0: I think that's a really good point. I definitely agree with you that he you know could have given him a chance or maybe you know not judged him so fast um, based off of his appearance. Um, My next question is for Kali. Um, why do you think Mary Shelley used both horror and terror to build the novel?
1: Thank you, Gabby. Um, So throughout the entire novel, there is terror. In our previous podcast, we spoke on the fear of the unknown and how that pretty much is the building ground for what Shelley wanted to do with the novel Frankenstein. With that being said, I believe that both horror and terror are very prevalent within the story. Um, We see this every time Victor got sick during a very important time within the story that brought out the aspect of terror as especially during this time um, throughout the pandemic we're actually in, it speaks to the unknown factor in a lot of things that we're dealing with. Additionally, Victor Frankenstein creates a lasting horror through the creation of the monster as even when he felt the um, disgust and like just said previously, the repulsive um, reaction that he had to his creation, um, horror and terror coupled together really do bring out the life altogether as we fear the unknown and the known and so I believe that Mary Shelley really did a masterpiece with the book Frankenstein because she wanted to bring out the different aspects of fear and really um, I think bring something out of the book and something within people on how even when we say that we want to know certain information that can harm us and not knowing can harm us and we see that through creation through Victor's education through family affairs, through being in jail, it's all brought out through what we do know and what we don't. And there's fear within it all. And so I really think those are the building grounds, the building blocks of what Shelly wanted to do. And I stated previously, she did it massively. So yeah, that's pretty much what I think about that.
0: That was a good explanation. I definitely agree with you. You made some amazing points. Um, Yeah, that was great. Thank you. Um, So my next question is for Rachel. Um, And we're going to move on to kind of, you know, how Frankenstein relates to other literary works. Um, So my question to you is, how does fear and monstrosity appear in both Frankenstein and um, the rhyme of the ancient mariner, for example? So
2: I do believe that fear and monstrosity can be seen within both the rhyme of the ancient mariner and Frankenstein. Um, the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner starts off by the Mariner telling a story to a wedding guest about an excursion to the equator. However, the trip like, does go wrong because in a, in a, a huge and powerful storm sets them off track. But he ends up personifying the storm and in the poem he says, It cracked, it growled, and, and roared and howled, the noises in swoons. And so it's obvious he was scared of this ferocious storm and fearful of the worst. However, the fear he is feeling is more figurative because he makes the storm so much worse by actually bringing it to life and giving it power. Much can be said about Frankenstein as well. It's obvious Victor is afraid of the monstrosity he created, but in all actuality, he is also scared of the idea of isolation. He turned his isolation in the be- he turned his isolation in the beginning and made a monster out of it. And once the monster turned on him, his fear got the best of him. Towards the end of this towards the end of the story we see that Victor has lost everyone he loves and in the end he loves his life based off of fear
0: that was a good point those are amazing points point, as well um, I think we made some great relations to um, you know other literary works too and how fear and you know the craft of it all can, really um, enrich like any story or literary work. Absolutely. I
1: love that we all had different perspectives, but how it all came together throughout this whole entire little mini series of podcasts that we've had. We really did a good job off of piggybacking off of each other, bringing new insights, connecting it to other literary pieces. Overall, our life and books really does, you know, do a good job at really breaking down what is within the story or the novel.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. Well, thank you all so much for your points and for being here today. Thank you.
2: Thank you, thank you so much. Oh.
0: Um, so that concludes our final episode of the season, unfortunately. Um, for all of our listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in. It has been an amazing season of our podcast, Our Life in Books. And I can't wait to see you all next season. <laughs>